Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Mind Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Mind Talks. Welcome to Mind Talks, where our minds connect. I'm your host, Joel. Stay tuned until the end of the episode and find out how you can be a part of next month's Mind Talks. All right, and thank you for tuning in. Today is the very first episode of Mind Talks. Congratulations. You are a part of history. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Happy motherfucking birthday. You are special. And today is a special episode because today is the very, very first episode of Mind Talks, the newest addition to Joel's Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in today. We have an out-of-the-world out of topic today. It is going to be a blast. No pun intended. Okay. <clears throat> today, we're going to be going, talking about aliens. All right? Aliens extraterrestrial beings okay this is what we're doing this is where we're going so before we jump into that i just want to give a shout out to everyone that has participated in being a part of mind talks this is a new addition to joel's mind podcast we are going to be doing this once a month for the next 10 months there is going to be 10 episodes for one season of mind talks now this is how it's going to work i'm going to go ahead and come up with a topic with you guys with the help of everyone that is listening so if you're not following joel's mind official on instagram do that follow me on facebook joel's mind official follow me on twitter joel's underscore mind find me on linkedin i'm pretty sure it's joel's mind as well anyways above all else if that's too much to remember go to joelsmind.com and there's going to be a section on the website that's going to allow you to input information. I'm going to be asking for your help. I don't want to come up with these topics all by myself. I want to do topics that intrigue you, topics that are going to get you to send me some information. And how this is going to work is I'm going to go ahead and look up the information. I'm going to come up with a topic. We're going to come up with a topic. I'm going to ask for some information. I'm going to welcome any and all information, whether it's articles, um, personal stories, experiences, um, videos on YouTube, anything you can recommend, a movie, a book, whatever. I'm going to go ahead and look up that information. I'm going to do this for the whole month. And on the last Wednesday of each month, I'm going to go ahead and release this episode with your thoughts included. Mind Talks, where we connect our minds. This is where it's going to happen. This is where it's going. This is how it's going to go down. All right. So with that being said, let's jump into Today's topic, aliens. Boom, boom. I got my hands up for those that cannot see me and are listening to me on um, whatever platform you choose to. So <clears throat> the topic of the month is aliens. Why? Well, this topic is, you know, it's tremendous with information that, you know, it's for it, that's against it, experiences, evidence, opinions, all the above revolve around aliens. Okay. And, um, it's just an interesting topic, something I 
personally think is very interesting and i know a lot of other people are interested in aliens as well are they real are they not real who knows so today we're gonna we're gonna you know dive into that information and um you know talk about the other minds that um contributed to this episode so again shout out to all y'all um for contributing i really appreciate y'all we did this together okay there is no i in team unless there's a capital a and you're looking in between the lines okay but so aliens now i want to go ahead and start off with the first uh not the very first you know there's no order i'm going in so uh one of the people that contributed to this um episode is a mr where you at hello underscore roly now mr hello underscore roly uh you recently posted a video on your youtube channel um in regards to ufos now this new year literally minutes into this new year i had a ufo experience and, you know, I felt that, you know, I, I needed to reference Mr. Uh, Rowling in here because he released a YouTube video that um, talks about the CIA releasing all their files, declassified files of their of UFOs. Now, uh, it's, a, it's a quick video. I appreciate, um, you know, the swiftness of his content. It was, um, you know, insightful, but also wasn't overwhelming and you know there's some good contents context to that video that he released and uh mr roley if you're listening to this i do agree with you i do believe that the cia does not has does not released all the information um he makes a really good point that there's a lot of classified files that were released uh, which you can go ahead and look at um our fine at blackvault.com where you can go ahead and look at all these files i actually took a peek of myself and you know some of these files have like two pages and some of them are just they're old school typed um hard to read and um just you know it just it's just a turn off you know what i mean like you're just like these are all the files and it's like about 2000 some files of ufos now the reason why i'm bringing this up is because on january 1st about 12 30 ish maybe one o'clock in the morning um I stepped outside because there was um, presumably fireworks, um, but most likely gunshots um, in my neighborhood because I live in the safest neighborhood you could possibly live in, in good old Palm Springs of Washington. And uh, as I was out there, you know, you know, trying to snap videos um, like my father with my phone out and, you know, get some fireworks in midair, I noticed there was these lights that were kind of just floating in the sky like we do live near a military base um that's about like 20 25 minutes away from um our, our city or little town and you know there do, there is helicopters that do come and go from that area um and so at first at glance i thought there's these i thought that that's what it was i was like oh these you know the troops are on the move um they're trying to get a good look at the fireworks as well well as I sat there and looked and um, watched them, I noticed that the these lights were not moving quick like a helicopter. You know, I've I've seen them enough to know like when 
it circles when it's moving in a direction and the formation that it, they were in it was kind of a formation but the alt the altitudes were um different um and you can see this video on on my twitter at joel's underscore mind and on my instagram at joel's mind official you can see this video that i i, I posted um the altitude of these um lights these orbs um that were in the sky are different uh, one's higher one's about medium range and then after re looking at the video i noticed that there was a third light that i didn't see at that time when i was actually recording it but once i looked at the video i realized that there was a third little light slash orb uh trailing behind the other two and so it just really made me curious i'm like you know what all this going on it's been like all this you know extra uh, extraterrestrial um stuff coming out these ufos um i'm not sure if you all are aware of this but in april april 28 2020 last year uh the pentagon had released information or i shouldn't say information more than just information they released a video of a ufo flying in the sky and this thing was zipping around like this thing was going fast and you can even hear uh the soldiers you know, they were, you know, ecstatic. They're like, dude, this thing's going, you know, fast. It's going against a hundred miles winds. And it's just, you know, it's just zipping through the sky. Um, now the Pentagon people, let me emphasize on who released this information, the U S government, the U S of a government, the Pentagon specifically released a video of a UFO acknowledging that there's these these ufos absolutely 100 percent exist and also implying that they're aware of it most importantly is that they're aware of it it's not being under the dark it's not being um you know it's not a cover-up of any sort this is being released by the pentagon in this day and age now it is also, it was released during uh, the peak of the pandemic, uh, the novel coronavirus. And, you know, I don't know if this was a tactical move to kind of sweep it on the rug because there was so much more bigger problems going on at that time than UFOs, you know. So in short, I was inspired to create this episode, uh, Mind Talks, because there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of weird things going on. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and lead into our very first insightful mind, which is from a Mr. I should say at Benjamin underscore Mora. Shout out to Mr. Benjamin three stacks. You know who you are and I appreciate your insights and your contribution to mind talks. So um, with that, I'm going to go ahead and read what he shared with me, um, which I'm just going to go ahead and read it first and then tell you how I felt about it afterwards after I take a sip of some H2O. I was going to slurp it, but I did that one time and it didn't sound good. And I don't want to do that to y'all. So, um, Mr. Andre Three Stacks, Mora. It's not, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I guess I gotta, you know, this is my first episode, you know what I'm saying? You know, don't hold me to such high standard. I should keep the consistency with their handle. Um, again, with all the information, I'm just going to, you know, before I jump into what he has said, 
all the information that I looked up, um, like videos and stuff like that. If you follow me on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't already. But there is a playlist called Mind Talks, and on those, on that playlist is all the videos that I watched to prepare for this episode. So if you want a reference um, or look at the information that I looked at, you want to share this, or you you know you want to get in, each other, in my mind, I'm okay with that. Go to my YouTube channel, subscribe to it, look at the Mind Talks playlist, and you'll see all the videos that I looked at in research before making this episode. Just want to throw that out there real quick. And going back to the consistency, you can find these people. I have asked permission for these people to use their name and the references. Um, so, you know, I, I don't hope, you know, y'all were not running from the feds or anything. But uh, a Mr. at Benjamin underscore Mora, this guy said, aliens been around forever. Those are the gods people spoke to in past history. Mind equals blown. Aliens are the gods that past people, old people, previous people, previous civilizations have looked at as gods. But they were really aliens. When he said this to me, I thought it was super interesting. And the reason why I thought that was super, very, super interesting is because I've seen myself videos prior to this um, research of paintings of what looked like aliens, you know, big shaped heads, oval shaped heads with uh, big black eyes carved in, in caves um, and stuff like explain that. Can you explain that? Like, can anyone explain that? How the hell do we have this image of aliens? Um, if you look at your emoji you got the you know the oval head with the big black eyes i've seen these videos with these paintings in caves of these aliens and so when he had said that i'm like you know what? this makes this makes sense i've seen i've seen this before you know my synapses in my mind were you know they were firing and i'm like okay i fuck with you mr mora i fuck with you so with that lead of information, I went and head and, uh, you know, searched the depths of YouTube. And I found this video called three creepy cases for ancient aliens. And this video, again, you can go ahead and find me on YouTube and find that playlist. And you can watch this exact this is the same video I'm about to talk about right now. This video talks about how there's paintings in on an Australian cave that's at least about five thousand years old, depicting what you know can be what looks like aliens. Now, that's Australia. I just keep that in mind. The geographical area that you know, I'm in, you know I'm, I'm talking about. Now, there's another painting the reference, which is in the Sahara Desert, which is about. 8,000 BC, there's also a painting, not in a cave, but there's a painting from that era of what appears to be aliens walking in line. Now, I'm not going to lie, this painting, it kind of does look like people walking with, you know, baskets on their head, but, you know, that's just one of many, okay? You know, I'm going to give my honest opinion, but yeah, you know, so I'm over here debunking my own episode. Shut the fuck up, Joel. Anyways, <clears throat> Now, my next thing 
that was you know that was my heavy hitter all right i'm just you know i'm just keeping it real with y'all so my next uh you know the next information they um provided on that video was the temple of seti seti something like that it's uh in the 14th BC, before COVID, of course, um, hieroglyphs were depicting airplanes and helicopters um, in this. I, you know, I don't know if it was a pyramid or not, but whatever. There was hieroglyphs, and you can see it clearly in the video um, of, like, these spaceship-looking things, and even a helicopter. And these hieroglyphs, I mean, this isn't like, it wasn't, if you look at the video, these paintings, they're kind of, like, iffy. These hier- this hieroglyph, nah, this shit is chiseled with a ruler and a sharp tool you know what i mean like this was intentionally done and on those hieroglyphs you can see what looks like airplanes like not like today's world airplanes well i guess you can say today's airplanes but more so i'd say like world war ii airplanes you know and uh these helicopters as well which was it's really interesting you know they and they in that video they kind of break down other different paintings and um sculptures and other architects that were built um by previous civilizations that are just you know kind of hard to believe how you know us humans made these um with you know just ourselves without any you know knowledge or instructions by anyone so um another great you know this i'd say this is one of the heavy hitters um especially in this video is the pyramids of giza now for those of you um that don't know um you know the the temples and the cool stuff here on earth um the pyramids of giza are located in egypt they are these are three massive pyramids made by humans uh, as far as we know kind of sort of um and these pyramids are they're almost out of this world they are huge they're massive the way they're built uh the structure of the buildings have been preserved for thousands of years these pyramids were constructed between 2550 bc and 2440 bc again before covid so um each stone that was made on each of these pyramids weighs between 2.5 and 15 tons that's a lot of fucking weight you got to be pushing around just for some you know humans um which they break down that there was no evidence of any wheels pulleys or even animals or even a ramp that can you know help these humans these people build these pyramids and they even broke down the math to where if they if the pyramids were built in 23 years how that would be possible, you know, to make these buildings and or these pyramids in 23 years would be for, it would be, it would have to happen like this. Every 2.5 minutes, about two and a half minutes, a stone would have to be laid down for every 2.5 minutes. Every day, Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, because there's no days off. They didn't believe in that shit back then. Monday through Sunday for 23 years straight. So that's just to add some perspective and context how these pyramids would have to be built if they were hustling and bustling. So, and these pyramids, um, they are approximately 480 feet, which uh, if you think about it, 
um, 10 feet to 12 feet is about a one-story building. So you add that, you know, 480 feet, that's about our 400, yeah, 480 feet. Divide that about 10, that's about 48 floors. You're looking at 48 floors. Um, that's pretty tall, especially out in, in the desert. Like, yeah, don't want to get too much into it. But anyways, these buildings, they're, you know, aside from just, you know, having to overcome the obstacle of building these pyramids, these pyramids mathematically are almost perfect. These uh, angles that the pyramids come are almost at a perfect 90 degree angle. And not only are they almost at a perfect 90 degree angle, but they are aligned with Orion's belt, which is the three stars you see in the sky. They're almost perfectly aligned with them. Now, you know, back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot of pollution um, and there wasn't a whole lot of lights from the city. So seeing the sky probably was a lot more easier back in the day. And, uh, you know, there obviously was writing. So, you know, it's possible for these motherfuckers just to take a wild guess or at least come up with a way to align these pyramids. But just the simple fact of these pyramids still standing and um, being being able just to be built without any animals. It brings up the question, what if there was a extra uh, terrestrial being coming in and providing some type of tool or even instructions or even just, you know, helping these guys, people, the civilization to build these pyramids? There's a lot of there's a lot of different uh, thoughts and theories about the pyramids cursed the you know, the tunes for um, the ancient Egyptian uh, kings and queens and, you know, those 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 people i don't know exactly what to call them you know i could be incorrect but you get the point anywho so these pyramids crazy now going back to uh mr mora's uh comment you know stating that aliens have been around forever these are the gods people spoke to in past history now it is possible that these you know past civilizations could have had this hope now i want to go into the next video that i've watched and is also on that playlist um are gods actually aliens are our gods actually aliens now this video was um based on a guru don't know his first name but his last name was guru you know that makes it any easier to find but he answers a question that someone brings um to his attention and he kind of just breaks down um the different theories and ideologies of why we may believe that, you know, aliens are, are gods, um, which adds to Mr. Mora's statement, which, you know, I just thought would add, a, you know, more context to what, you know, what that um, statement means. So this guru explains how um, we humans definitely want to look for answers. You know, we want to explain the unexplainable and sometimes that is it for us. Um, he also explains how, you know, if there's something coming out of the sky, wouldn't that be God? Now think about that. If something that came out of the sky, would we, you know, maybe not you per se, but wouldn't some people possibly believe that that is, you know, you know, a deity or a God, you know, when we pray, we look up to the sky. Now, imagine seeing something coming out of the sky, coming to us, um, that obviously is a little more advanced and, you know, maybe powerful, maybe smarter in their ways. You know, it makes sense. Kind of lines up 
with what some of our religion um has belief in and whatnot so anyways um but I, what i really appreciate about um this mr guru on youtube he explains how humans are capable of extraordinary things which you know piggybacking off uh the the pyramids of giza uh he he brought up um a temple in india called um the kalash kalish kalash kalash temple um this temple literally was carved out of a mountain now this temple was carved out of a mountain by humans by uh, just chisels and you know other handcrafted tools now what he explained was that these this temple was um carved out of the mountain from top down now that adds a little more uh difficulty when it comes to carving something you know when you see someone carving or you know doing some stone art they can walk around it you know what i mean they don't it is you know just you know just adding to the context of how incredible we can do things we can do as humans so he explained that this temple is three floors uh and he's actually been there himself. And he said that he had this overwhelming feeling come over him when he seen this temple, when he visited this temple. And he said, I don't want to give credit to the aliens. Rightfully so. And I, you know, and I, I, I agree with that. I do agree that, you know, humans are some badass motherfuckers. All right. You know, I'm probably biased because I'm a human and you're a human. Um, but we've done some extraordinary things and to think that we may not be smart enough to come up with some type of tool or method to do something, especially with manpower. Like we're ants, man. We're, you know, you get a gang of us, we could do them in, in, in imaginable things. Um, and so he, he talks about how this temple, 4 million tons was carved out of this um, mountainside um, to build this temple. Now, four million tons that's a lot of that's a lot of weight to push now i go back to the pyramids of giza 2.5 to 15 tons per per uh, brick you know what i'm saying those numbers are kind of ballpark is it aliens or is it just badass humans you know i on this one i'm gonna let you decide but i do want to make note that you know we, humans are incredible in some ways you know we're incredible in that we are very intelligent you know, look, look at us, look at our technology. We literally, we literally learn how to fly people. Like we literally got things in the sky that allow us to fly. Like there's, you can sit in a chair in the air. Like that's fucking amazing. Um, these computers, like we literally, uh, a calculator was as big as a room. Now we literally have calculators everywhere, you know, from little handheld, little, you know, piece of plastic calculators to our cell phones. And now, you know, look at a computer. A computer used to be as big as a room. Now, those motherfuckers fit in our pockets. And they're amazing. We do amazing things. We've been to outer space. We've built rocket ships. We're, we're, we're very, very uh, capable of doing things that we set our mind to. And that's the beauty of being human. That's the beauty of the human spirit. You know, we have a vision. And, you know, with the right motivation, with the right guidance, we can make things happen. Um, now, how does this add to the human or to the aliens? It doesn't really actually, you know, but I just want to point out that we've done some amazing things. And, you know, with or without aliens, I think we're capable of doing some really interesting stuff.
Um, now moving on to another video that you know that's on that list is why believing in aliens is a religion in disguise. Fun fact: people who are not religious are more likely to believe in aliens. Now, um, this guy, uh, his name is like Michael Schumer or something like that. He breaks down how believing in aliens is much like believing in a religion. There is, and he, his words, not mine, but he says it's a figment of our imagination. Religion cannot, has not been proved. You know, there's no concrete evidence that, you know, you know, gods exist. A God exists. Same with aliens. There's no concrete evidence that there's an, an, uh, you know, existence of them, you know, another point he makes out is how we are, I shouldn't say we, but, um, we humans like to believe we're not alone. Religion, you're not alone. Aliens, we're not alone. Um, he makes the comparison that aliens are, you know, to some extent are looked at as gods and deities because they're super advanced, um, most likely more powerful than us, most likely smarter than us, uh, most likely can, um, you know, solve our problems. Whereas, you know, religion, it has its comparisons, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was interesting. And going back to what Mr. Mora has said, um, you know, aliens been around forever. Those are the, those are the gods people spoke to in the past. I just want you all to marinate and think about that. Um, whatever you guys came across, you know, you let me know what you think somewhere in the comments below. Anyways, moving forward. Um, according to a 2015 study, 54% of the USA believes aliens are real. 56% um, in Germany, people in Germany, 56% people in Germany believe aliens are real. 52% people in Ukraine, or the UK, Ukraine, is they believe aliens are real. That's a lot. That's 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 half of most of them. That's back in 2015. I'm pretty sure that number is at least up to, you know, 5% more in each country. But... Um, these, the idea that we're not alone in the universe has not, is not nothing new. Um, going so far back to the ancient, uh, civilizations where, you know, there's paintings on the wall, the, you know, those structures that have been built, uh, the mind temples, um, you know, some people can't really explain it. Some people can, some people, you know, they explain it by, believing we humans did it um and others you know believe that there was some instruction some kind of help from another being i'm gonna let y'all leave that up to you to decide what is what um now for my next uh contributor mind in this episode is at lupita underscore b22 and her contribution is that they are real they're real and they're watching us and they're laughing at us. I like how she added that they're laughing at us because um, 
they they you know i'm pretty sure they're getting a, a couple crackles out of us here and there so with that i thought i heard something in my room these motherfuckers are laughing at me right now anyway so with that i want to dive into uh mr joe rogan's podcast uh the rogan experience shout out to mr rogan he's a badass motherfucker one of the uh top humans i'd say that's on our planet uh, especially here in the pacific northwest anywho mr rogan has a podcast episode number uh 1597 with with mr travis walton this episode breaks down how mr walton was abducted by aliens told by him um it's a very interesting episode i you know i recommend it um if you you guys are you know interested in the alien stuff i also recommend listening on like you know probably 1.5 speed uh mr walton has a very soothing dj voice that just you know knows how to caress you and cradle you um and can potentially uh knock you the fuck out like mr rogan probably can so with that travis walton i want to say back in the 80s 90s uh, possibly in the seventies, he was working in Arizona for a logging company. And this, uh, time while he was out there, he was abducted by aliens. Pretty crazy. I know. So he explains that, um, one day him and his crew were, um, you know, they're driving to or from, um, the site that they were usually working at. Um, and in, in the clearing, they seen this bright light. Um, this bright light had shined in their area. And when they looked up, they seen this saucer just kind of floating there. Now, Mr. Travis, um, I believe they weren't, you know, they weren't driving and seeing this, they were driving to the site and they, I think, I believe they were outside of their vehicle and Mr. Travis was the closest one to that saucer. And he was hit by this blue light. Now there's a movie um, called like the fire something, the fire blue light, something like that. Look it up. Um, it was made in the 1990s, 98. Um, and it was based on this experience. Now uh, the significant story or the significance of this story is that the, the story of what happened was told by each person in that you know, that was in that moment. All right. There was seven of them, including Mr. Travis and every single person's story lined up. There was no, um, if, ands or buts about it, you know, everyone's seen the same thing. Everyone saw the same thing and everyone had the same story when it comes to like alien abductions and stuff like that, you know, emotions tend to take over. People tend to not, you know, see clearly or think clearly, you know, and there's different stories. Now, the significance of this was that everyone's story was the same. Um, and everyone saw Mr. Travis get hit by this blue light. Now, each person described it a little differently in their own words, but it all resembled the same thing. One person said that it looked like he got hit by lightning. Another person said that it looked like there was a spotlight that was on him, like, and, you know, that hit him in his chest. And another one said that there was like a blue fire that was, you know, hitting him from the chest from hitting him on the chest from that saucer. Now what, what Mr. Travis explains is that, that this light hit him and, uh, he said he went unconscious and when he went unconscious, he woke up 
on uh, like a medical bed and he was surrounded by two aliens and i'm not making this up you can look it up on joe rogan's podcast uh, very interesting and so what he describes you know i'm summing this up because you know there's a lot of information he provides a lot of context i'm um, about his experience but you know outside of that experience as well um but what he basically describes is that when he wakes up on this bed, he freaks out. He sees these things. Um, and there are these like these little looking creatures. Um, they have eyes, nose, you know, a head, um, I believe ears. And, you know, he's he's trying to talk to them. He said that he thinks that they're, he was, they were trying to talk to him on um, what he believes is telekinesis. Or, uh, yeah, tele- telepathy or whatever. And, uh, you know, he was hysterical. And obviously this motherfucker don't speak telekinesis so he's not kenshi um so he you know pushed one of the aliens and said he was it, it it flew you know not literally flew but like he flew because he pushed it um because of how you know small and you know little they were and so he said that he had also found a rod in that room and he ended up whacking one of them and so what happened was uh these little things poor things um at that time, they weren't laughing at us, you know, as uh, Miss uh, Lupita underscore B22 um, had stated. At this point, they were not laughing at us, but are laughing at him. But they probably were in pain um, and possibly crying. You know, you know that kind of makes me feel a little sad for these guys. You know, what if like they're like, damn, you know, we didn't mean to do this and we're just trying to help you out. And then boom, this guy wakes him and whacks him. And the other one's just, you know, they're in the other side of the room. And the guy's just holding his arm. And the other one's just trying to make him feel better. But the one's, you know, holding back his tears. And he's just like, <laughs> he hit me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Poor thing. Anyways, so he goes on and explains um, that there is another being or person that comes into the room. Now, this uh, thing that comes into the room looks more human. He said it had like an athletic build. Um, it had like a blue uniform on and it also had a clear helmet, um, like almost like a dome piece on his head. Um, but he said that it didn't say anything to him. It kind of just, you know, stood there and um, kind of smiled at him at one point. And he said that he didn't really feel threatened by him. But, you know, in that situation, it was something familiar to him. So he had said he didn't know if that was actually a human or if that was a, a alien or what. Um, but he's definitely going with the alien um, theory. And so that this creature, you know, you know, sticks his hand out. You know, I think he grabs it and, you know, he follows him into this other room. So they're in this spaceship and they go down into this other room where there's other humanoid looking aliens that look like this guy that walked into the room. And so they said that when he walked in there, he was, you know, asking them questions. Where am I? Who are you? What's going on? Um, and that they kind of surrounded him and they put him on this table. Um, and again, none of them spoke to him. None of them said anything to him. But they put him on this room or on this table and that they stuck this mask over him. He's the way he described would look like a gas mask just without there's no tubes. There was nothing to it. It just looked like you know, a mask that, you know, they put over his face. And so once, once that happened, they put it over his face, he immediately fell asleep. And so when that happened, he woke up back in the woods where he was abducted. Now, the crazy part of this, and you can look it up, is that five days had passed and that they were looking for Mr. Travis for five days and they could not find him. Why? Because 
you know, the spaceships uh, and the aliens took them. Now, uh, the interesting part is how the, the whole aftermath, you know, and, you know, I would recommend, you know, looking up that episode if you guys are interested um, into hearing more about the details and whatnot. Um, but every single one of those, um, his coworkers, including himself, was polygraphed by um, law enforcement. Um, you know, they're interrogated, interrogated by the, uh, you know, local law enforcement, FBI and CIA. Um, and the one thing about them that stood out in that story is that everyone's story was the same and all the polygraph lie detector tests were all passed by everyone. And there are multiple of them. So can we say that these creatures are laughing at us? I think so. I think at some, at some point these motherfuckers are eating some motherfucking alien popcorn and got their alien feet up on their alien dashboard and they're just, you know, changing the channel. And by channels, they're going through different countries as if, like, it's some Netflix streaming service. So are they laughing? Mm, I believe so to some extent. So now let's go ahead and move forward to the next mind of Mind Talks. All right. Now I'm going to go ahead and read this message because um, I'm just going to be easier to do it that way. And here we go. Aliens. My thoughts by Mr. Uniquester at Uniquester spelled unique at S-T-E-R-R at the end of that. And you can find him. So this is what uh, Mr. Uniquester uh, says. My thoughts. They are out there. I don't do a lot of research on extraterrestrial life, but I sometimes dive into astronomy and how huge and never-ending the universe is. And sometimes it freaks me the fuck out, but also fascinates me at the same time. What percent chance do you think that we are the only living things that exist on a never-ending universe? I would say a zero. His words, not mine. So, Mr. Uniquester, I would agree with you. Um, so much so that I uh, found what Mr. Travis in that podcast referenced, um, which is called the Drake Equation. Not to be mistaken by October's very own, but the Drake Equation um, is an equation to figure out other life forms, planets, um, potential um, evolution beings out there. Now, I'm going to go ahead and explain this to you all real quick because it's very interesting and it makes me feel smart as fuck uh, when I read it. And I'll let you go ahead and, uh, you know, feel it out when I read it to you. So what is the Drake Equation? the drake equation now going back to the joe rogan's podcast with mr travis um he had said at some point in the podcast that nasa is pretty confident um in the drake equation and and confident that each star out there um has at least a minimum of 12 planets something along the lines of that but 12 planets orbit each star so for those of you um that are not 100 percent or you know familiar with um space and astronomy and all that fun stuff um the stars that we are looking at are actually suns, suns like our suns. Now, our sun 
it's a puny ass fucking sun. Even though it was it's big as shit to us, it literally is one of the smallest fucking suns out there. Now, if you look at the stars and you see all those twinkling little stars out there, those are all suns. Some suns are fucking massive compared to our suns. Um, you can fit like hundreds of our suns into one sun. And these stars are huge. Um, so this Drake equation is an equation to kind of discover how many stars are out there that have planets that are habitable, that have, um, you know, intelligent life out there. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read the Drake equation because, like I said, it makes me feel some type of way. Um, no pun intended. Um, the Drake equation. The equation goes like this. N equals R star times F subletter P times N subletter E times F subletter L times F subletter I times F subletter C times L. I had no idea there were subletters until I watched this video on the Drake equation. Again, you can go ahead and find that at Joel's Mind official on YouTube and look it up at Mind Talks playlist. Um, this guy explains a little more better than me, and I'm pretty sure the suggestion of different videos of the Drake equation can explain a little more uh, than what he can. But anyways, I'm gonna break down the Drake equation. So n equals number of intelligent civilizations potentially in the Milky Way, not just you know the galaxy in the universe, but in the Milky Way, our Milky Way, which is where we're from. If y'all didn't know. Um, N equals the number of intelligent civilizations in the Milky Way. R star equals uh, the rate of star formation. So um, the rate of star formation is, I let me explain it like this. When a star, how a star is created, it's by, um, from mass. Um, and mass is what they explain in this video, uh, comes from stars like ours. So you take our sun, and a couple of more of those, a handful of those um, suns, and they collide, which creates uh, even more mass, which ends up creating a star, a bigger star. So that's what the rate of star formation. Every year, a sun is formed. Every year, um, stars are formed. Um, and it's usually by these colliding suns, stars, um, from my understanding. So F... P equals fraction of those stars that have planets. So um, not only do you know these are these stars formed, but they have planets that come with them. That's what the FP um, is for. The F sub letter P, I should say. Um, N sub letter E equals number of planets capable of supporting life, which is commonly known as exoplanets. So these exoplanets typically have water because water is the one key source that us humans, mammals, basically everything on this earth needs is water. So these exoplanets typically have some evidence of water, have water on them, or show signs that there was once water. Um, so, NE equals number of planets capable of supporting life. And there's more um, than just the water part, but water is a big thing. As I like to say, water is the nectar of life. Anyways, F sub letter l equals fraction of the exos of those exoplanets where life evolves just like us you know the big bang big bang theory happens uh we go from these uh, microbacterial things to fish to 
you know, monkeys and to cavemen and to this human race that we are today. Um, that's what the F subletter fraction means. Um, F subletter I equals fraction of that life that develops intelligence. So not only do we go from cavemen, but we go to intelligent cavemen. So this part of the equation figures out just that how much of those planets developed with intelligence. Um, F subletter E equals the fraction that develops detectable communications. Very interesting, like communications such as radio, you know, radio waves, you know, email, dial up, internet, those kind of communications. And then L of the equation equals the longevity of the communication. Um, so it's very interesting, very interesting indeed. And, um, you know, this, this Drake equation, again, not to be mistaken with October's very own, um, uh, Mr. Drake his, himself, but this equation tells me one absolute piece of evidence that, you know, I believe needs to be shared on mind talks. This tells me that far, far somewhere in our galaxy that there's a red planet floating by that is inhabited by human-like beings with tails. And if you guessed it, yes, I am talking about the same race. So you're telling me the Drake equation can figure out where the hell planet Vegeta is at in our solar system. Hallelujah, there is a God and I am praying to him that one day we'll meet them. So that's enough of me nerding out today. But um, yes, now moving on. Drake equation, look it up, very interesting. Explains that there's basically more solar systems like our system. Now, you know, to kind of go on a little side tangent, if y'all didn't know, we are a certain distance from the sun. If we were any closer, I believe, um, what is it? Mars is um, ahead of us. And then I believe it's Venus that's behind us. That's furthest away. So Mars is burnt up. Um, it's almost like the red planet, Vegeta. Um, and then uh, Venus is a little further. And that's cold as shit. Um, we are in this happy medium where any closer, any further, uh, we probably would not be here. So there's a bazillion, gazillion different, you know, stars out there. Just take a look outside. Even with, you know, our light pollution, we don't get to see the stars like we would if there wasn't any stars, if we were out in the woods. But even that amount of stars that you can see, now imagine there's at least 12 planets around them. You got to tell me at least there's one, one planet out there that potentially has a race of Saiyans inhabiting their, their planet. Okay. So, uh, the pot, the probabilities out there is what I'm trying to get at. So moving forward, um, this next, this next, um, uh, person that added, contributed the mind that, you know, contributed to this episode goes to I miss GG underscore Ramo. And yes, I did assume your gender. 
Not because I'm an asshole, but because I looked at your profile. So I also know you. So, you know, of course I know your gender. Anyways, Miss GG underscore Ramo uh, insinuated that, yes, it can't just be us. We are not that important. Very cut, clear, and dry. Very cut, clear, and dry. That's how I describe that. Um, we are not that important. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we're not um, to some degree. But I did not fail you because I did my research uh, thoroughly. And I found that we actually kind of are important. Um, and more specifically, why or potentially how we could be important. So let me go ahead and break that down. Shout out to uh, Miss at the underscore Rose Chronicles for providing me a a YouTube channel called Spirit Science. I highly recommend go follow Spirit Science um, or just check them out. Their videos are very interesting. I I had uh, the opportunity to look at one video and that video had a lot of information um, and uh, it just was very insightful. So shout out to um, Miss the underscore Rose Chronicles for providing such delightful information. So going back to um, us being important and all that good stuff. Um, there's a video that I watched and I also is on that list, that playlist that uh, I mentioned at least three times already, but just in case you forgot or skip through the episode, uh, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel and look up mind talks playlist and you will find the exact video that I'm talking about. It is, um, conspiracy theory of everything aliens edition. It doesn't say edition, it just says aliens. So, you know, don't get mad at me if you look it up and you can't find it. <clears throat> so, Spirit Science created this, you know, what's the word I am looking, uh, compilation, you know what I'm talking about, of, you know, different information. And it basically, you know, poses the same question. Are we alone in the universe or are we not? You know, what's going on? What's up? You know, are we, are we by ourselves or are we not? Are we only the people we got each other? Is that it? Because if so, it's a little scary. And if not, that's kind of scary too. So anyways, um, they explain a little bit in detail about the reptilian race. Now, the reptilian race. A lot of you that are listening to this probably can break down the reptilian race better than I can. So I'm going to sum it up as best as I can. So please go a little easy on me. But the reptilian race is to believed that they are controlling the elites, the elites that are in our government, um, which, you know, there are the people that are, you know, have a lot of money, have fame, celebrities, um, people that are high in power, like Rothschilds, people, um, Justin Bieber. Uh, yes, sorry for all the believers out there. Uh, Justin Believer is a reptilian. But yes, um, the reptilian race is a race that has infiltrated uh, humans, the humans and the mankind, um, and their sole purpose is to control us and make sure that they that we don't realize our full potential. Pretty scary, huh? So you're telling me that we have potential, that we have a chance. So what you're telling me? So the reptilian race is to believe that they're from another dimension. Not only, you know, 
these motherfuckers don't belong here or even our galaxy. They're from another dimension, meaning that the reptilian race is obviously so far advanced um, that they've traveled across dimensions. Kind of like, you know, what the, the Tournament of Power did in Dragon Ball Super. Anyways, off that note, this uh, other dimension, these reptilians came and um, they're essentially trying to control us and make sure that, that we don't, you know, unlock our full potential from what I'm understanding. And so they're in control, they're in power. Um, and going back to uh, Miss Gigi, if we are not important i don't think the reptilian race would be after us don't think they would be here on our planet and i think that's kind of interesting i think that's a you know a very playful thought it's crazy because a the reptilian race is a real fucking thing and um we we you know they're scared of us these motherfuckers are scared of us. We're so full of potential that they had to make sure that they oppress us and suppress us from reaching our full potential. That's a scary thought. That's a fuck. That's a fearful ass thought. I ain't gonna lie. Like you know, when I was seeing this, I was like, I had a pain in my chest and I couldn't breathe. All right. I was a little, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck am I watching right now? I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, I don't want to watch this shit. I'm serious. Like, this shit kind of scared me. I'm like, what the fuck? What's this whole reptilian race about? But anyways, there's a silver lining in everything. What I got from that video, what I got from that information is that the humans are some badass motherfuckers and the reptilian race needs to put a stop to us before we get big and strong. Because if we do, the reptilian race is no longer going to happen and then no longer going to be around. We're going to go to their dimension and whoop their fucking candy asses and show them what the fuck a human is. That's what's what I got from that information in that video. So are we important? Absolutely. You want to know why? Because we have a lot of fucking potential. And there's a lot of motherfuckers potential with potential out there that need to tap into that potential. I'm going to jump off my soapbox. So um, very interesting, very interesting ideology. Uh, reptilian race. Are they real? Are they not? I don't fucking know. Um, but it is scary to think that there is, a, you know, extra terrestrial, um, beings out there that would want to do harm to us. Cause you know, in my opinion, I guess my, you know, thoughts of aliens is they're nice, you know, they're like, you know, they're not here to harm us, you know? And I say that because I, we haven't seen anything, you know, we haven't had any interactions where like, you know, these aliens started abducting people and started chopping these motherfuckers up, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, like they just, oh, now we want North America. And so we're going to take North America. That has not happened to us. So, you know, when I think of aliens, I don't think of them as a, um, a bad thing, but the reptilian race definitely, um, changes that, uh, perspective that, you know, you know, we are, we are some significance in the universe. So yeah, uh, GG underscore Ramo. I appreciate you. And, um, yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, I, I don't think we might be the only ones um but i do think we're important to some aspect i think we're important when it comes to the universe needing our help kind of like the justice league you know what i'm saying like we are our own justice league and at some point the universe is going to come to us and be like yo we kind of need you guys help and uh 
I think it's up to us to kind of figure out whether we're going to be helpful or not. You know what I mean? Um, but like, I understand why, you know, as humans, you know, we don't have a good rap sheet, but we also do kind of have a good rap sheet, but then we kind of don't all at the same time. Um, and I can see why some a reptilian race would be fearful of us because we're some crazy motherfuckers. I ain't gonna lie. We got a lot of fucking trauma. You know, we got a lot, a lot of different things that we've done that, you know, we're not really too proud of, you know, that history is trying to erase itself and, you know, trying to, you know, remove itself from the books of humans. And, um, yeah, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next mind because, um, I think that's, it's about that time. Uh, again, shout out to, uh, the underscore Rose Chronicles for providing such information. Again, check that video out. You'll know exactly what I mean. Um, you'll exactly know where I'm coming from. But again, um, there, there's just more information I'm going to pull from that, that little video. So going ahead with, um, last but not least the last mind of the very first episode of mind talks is at where do you go andrea with three a's underscore period 10 all right her thoughts on aliens is what if aliens are already here boom what if aliens are already here well let me go ahead and and, uh burst the aliens bubbles they are here and there is one person that we all know and we all love and we all love to hate. And that person goes by the name of Lil Tucci. Tunchi. All right, Lil Tunchi. <sighs> Lil Tunchi old fed after midnight gremlin looking ass. This motherfucker is an alien reptilian. I I don't know what it is. It's definitely Lil Wayne, okay? Just going to throw that out there. He definitely looks like a gremlin that shouldn't have ate after midnight, but he did. So anyways, respect you, Mr. Tunchi. Um appreciate the Carters, don't get me wrong. You know say it you say it in your you know your lyrics. Um we are not the same. I am a Martian. I believe that, you know, because of you know, just the statement I just said right now. Okay, so anyways, what if they are already here? So I wanna, you know, break a story down that I read or not that I read. Because we don't need to read. Because we got YouTube, you know. I don't know why they taught us how to read. Because, you know, the human race was going to develop videography and content in the internet. Where we don't ever need to fucking read anymore. Anyways. So, the that same video that um, I described earlier. It talks about, um, what's his name? Mr. Robert Dean. Mr. Robert Dean explained that there was one moon landing that actually happened. And he said that NASA actually had reels of film that had recorded what the moon landing was actually like. And what he described was very preposterous. He said that when they pulled up to the moon, that there was many ships flowing in space you know just kind of just kind of just chilling in there and that when they landed that there was actually a lot of little aliens around and looking at them and that when uh nasa got a hold of this film they actually destroyed it when they got back now the reason for that is for 
you know, the fear of what would happen if we figure that out. Um, and to be quite honest, I don't think we're as a, as a human race, don't think we're ready to, um, explore the universe or space completely on our own but keep in mind i do believe that us humans have the ability and willpower to do whatever the fuck we want to do and if we knew that we can up and go and build spaceships and just fucking leave the earth you bet your ass that there's gonna be at least you know a good 20 percent of the human race doing some shit like that until it becomes normal just like it became normal to have a cell phone in everyone's fucking hand it's going to be normal for everyone to have a spaceship. So, to, so just think about that. If it was accessible for us to, to leave Earth, you know, go as we please, there's going to be some motherfuckers out there doing some motherfucking shit with some motherfucking aliens that's going to be doing some motherfucking things. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I, I'm fully believe that, you know, we give an inch, we'll fucking take a mile. And by a mile, I mean light years of a mile. Um, do I think the government is kind of concealing this stuff? I'll go ahead and answer that at the end of this episode. So going back to Miss Andrea, Andrea with three A's underscore period 10. What if they already here? So Mr. Robert Dean um, was someone that used to work at this site called. What was it called? Oh, you know what? That's not, you know, getting that mixed up. It was Bob Lazar, Lazar, Laser, something like that. He allegedly worked for the U.S. Navy at a site called S-4, which was um, somewhere located kind of close to Area 51, but not exactly on Area 51, but it's called Site 4 or S-4. Um, his job was to reverse engineer UFOs. Now, this guy has came out with documentaries. He's came out with stories. Um, and his um, previous employers actually basically roasted his ass so bad that, you know, I have to say allegedly because that's what the Internet is doing. Not because I'm afraid of getting a lawsuit or anything like that, but because they've um, they basically fucked with his credibility so much that um, everything about him is very questionable. So. Do I believe this? Mm, you know, I know our human's history and I kind of believe that this guy got fucked over. You know, I'm just going to say that. But um, his job was to reverse engineer UFOs. Again, we already talked about this. Pentagon in 2020 uh, verified that there is unidentified flying objects. Now, back in like the 60s, 80s, Somewhere around that time, this guy's sole job was to reverse engineer these UFOs that were already here, landed in in, in Earth that we had possession of. Crazy, I know. Um, this guy at some point was at a ceremony for his son, and some a retired navy scientists approached mr bob lazar or robert dean it was one of the motherfuckers that they approached but anyways this retired navy scientist his um his job in the navy was um was top secret he was a plasma fusion uh, physicist i was gonna say pharmacist but that's not that's not it his job was a plasma fusion physicist um at a top secret site outside of las vegas you know, could be 
Site 4 could be Area 51. It's outside of Las Vegas. Who knows? Um, could be the bunny house that's located outside of Las Vegas. Don't ask me how I know that. Anyways, um, this top secret place outside of Las Vegas is where he worked at for five years. And so to answer your question or to elaborate on that, Miss um, Andrea with three A's underscore period 10 is this guy described that he worked with two other dudes, two other guys is what he says that were not from this world. Um, you know, and, uh, miss, miss the underscore Rose Chronicles also, um, did add to, um, contributing that, uh, there's definitely human life and non-human life, um, among us and that they're out there. And so I want to add that this kind of, this story, you know, supports both of those statements. These two guys looked like they were humans, but they weren't humans is what he had described. And so this guy was working with these non-humans, humans for five years. Um, and that they were delightful people, quote unquote people, um, who were supporting us humans figure out plasma fusion, which plasma fusion, um, I'm not, I'm not very sciencey, um, less when it comes to the mind. And even then, you know, I got, you know, you know, I'm not the most reliable person, but I try really hard. Anyways, plasma fusion, if you, we get that figured out, essentially we get infinite, um, power, we get infinite energy and who, who doesn't want infinite energy? Who doesn't need infinite energy? I need an infinite wallet that never stops producing energy and energy. I mean money. So their job was to figure out this plasma fusion. And so these two, uh, looking like humans, but not humans were helping, you know, them figure this out. Crazy. These motherfuckers probably have a social and they probably pay their fucking taxes because that's just how the human race works. You're damn right, GG underscore Ramo. We are not that important. We're over here making these motherfuckers work. That's some fucking bullshit. You know, they should they should include that in our worker responsibilities. You know, the ADA. You know what I'm saying? These poor guys, they're over here working 40 hours a week. Probably miss their children. Probably miss their alien wives. And, you know, they probably didn't even get paid vacation time off. You know what I mean? Like, how many sick days do these poor aliens get? They probably are hella sick because... You know, Earth is just not their world. You know what I'm saying? They probably got allergies up the yin yang. These poor guys. Anyways, supposedly they're delightful. Um, they must be if they're, you know, helping us out and obviously, you know, not fucking getting what whatever it is that they, you know, need because you know, they're living on Earth and we're humans. Anyways, so the retired Navy person had asked them a question. He said, What do you think of us? humans what do you think of us humans very very good question to ask non-humans that look like humans the one one of them says you are a primitive savage dangerous race couldn't agree anymore call us fucking sayings if you want um and the other one had said and you also smell bad disrespectful i tell you what but he said you also smell bad there's a psychic odor 
about us humans. Our thoughts and feelings are so negative that other higher species find it terribly offensive. So they're not saying we smell like ass. What they're saying is we smell like we have shitty fucking attitudes. That's what they say. That's what they're saying. These aliens that are here are saying that we got some shitty fucking attitudes and it stinks. We got some stinky ass attitudes and it reeks. Ain't that some shit? Can you believe that an alien coming down here and being like, y'all motherfuckers stink and be like, damn, I just took a shower. Nah, motherfucker, your attitude's shitty. Well, damn. Yeah. So to answer your question, Miss Andrea with three A's underscore period 10. I think they're here and I think they think we stink and I think we stink. I ain't going to lie. I think we fucking stink both literally and uh, energetically. If that's a word, um, there's a lot of negative people in this world, um, you know, for some good reasons and some for not so good reasons. But um, to jump on my soapbox one more time before we end this episode is there's so many negative Nancy's in this fucking world. Don't be another negative Nancy. Like if we literally got aliens coming to us saying that y'all got some nasty ass attitudes, we probably got some real nasty ass attitudes and we should probably take a moment to assess that try to live a happier life. You're like, why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck not go ahead and watch that video. And, and it talks about how, you know, you know, other human races probably don't fuck with us because we got shitty attitudes. So, you know, not, they're not quoting it directly, but you get the gist. So what I said, I was going to answer, I was going to answer a question and I'm forgetting it. Slip in my mind talking all this nonsense. <clears throat> um, something about aliens so um now you know i'm gonna go ahead and just say thank you guys for contributing to this episode i learned a lot to be honest and i when i read this and i was going through all this um like this footage and like just reading you guys you know your comments and your statements um i really uh you know it i really learned a lot and uh, i really appreciate you guys's input and i you know couldn't I wouldn't be here without y'all what I'm trying to say so what are Joel's thoughts on aliens I do believe these motherfuckers are real definitely 100% these guys are real do I have proof of that absolutely not um I just believe that they're potentially real like there's the probability of that there's another life form, whether there is a reptilian race or if it's just <clears throat> a micro organism that's you know, flowing out there on a planet, um, I would consider that extraterrestrial life. And, uh, I do think whether they're as, you know, ugly and severe as the reptilian race, or, you know, they're just a wee organism trying to, you know, make it in their own extraterrestrial life. I do think there's some aliens out there. I, I agree with, uh, Mr. Uniquester with three, two R's. <clears throat> is uh that there's the the universe is fucking vast like there's it's huge there's no way that we're the only ones out here and much like miss uh gg underscore ramo stated is that it's huge there's just like there it's huge like you know the universe is huge um there's definitely 
there's got to be something out there, even just one species. Like it could literally be on the other side of the galaxy. We may never meet, but there's got to be at least one living thing out else out there. Um. Now, why do I believe? You know, these guys are real. It's just like I said, is the universe is huge for us to only be the ones here. Um, what I do also believe kind of answer that question before, um, I lost my train of thought is I believe the government has Oh, there, there it is. Now it's coming back to me. I'm sorry. Um, so I appreciate everyone that's listening to this on like times 20 speed because you know, that little pause in the break, you probably are like, that's probably the longest pause that you got, but it probably happened in like two seconds. Appreciate you for tuning in. Nonetheless, anyways, do I think the human race is ready for us to be exposed to aliens. I don't think so. I absolutely don't think we're ready for that shit, dude. We're, we're struggling over here trying to figure things out with our own religions, uh, with our own, um, quote unquote races with, um, you know, our governments, like we don't got that shit figured out. We're not fucking ready to hop in a fucking spaceship and say, you know, fuck this, you know, fuck this planet and bail. Like we're not ready for that shit. Like, I think there would be a lot of damage that would happen if we did that. Like, I think, other forms of alien mercenaries would form with humans and be like, you know what? Fuck this planet. Let's go fuck it up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there wouldn't be a lot of, uh, you know, purposeful acts or movements coming out if we were able to, uh, venture off on our own. And I, I, you know, call me crazy. I think we could get to that point, some point, whether that's already here or if we're on our way to getting there. But mark my words, I, I do believe at some point our planet's going to die and the human race is going to survive. Either we get knocked out by an asteroid, um, as the Bible descripts, a fireball from the sky. Um, you know, I I do think that we're fucking survivors, you know. That's 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 who we are, baby. That's the human race. Like we're we're motherfucking fighters. Like we almost are the same race, uh, just without tails and without you know badass uh, healing, um, regenerating body parts and all that good stuff and healing parts and flying and all that fun stuff. But we are short, you know, to close to you know a sane race. And I really do think we are capable. Of surviving in outer space uh would i want to do that probably not to be honest like i do i you know i'm a believer in god um you know can you believe in god and believe in aliens uh, i'm pretty sure there's a pastor out there that's probably telling you you know um but do i believe in both i i do i do believe that there is a creator i think um you know god's part of that you know family guy has a very funny episode excuse me not family guy american dad american dad has a very funny episode where uh, jesus is um in this episode and he looks at roger the alien he's like ew one of my dad's side projects so you know it could be very close to that you know you know god my god is 
you know, he's bored, you know, or he, maybe he's not bored. Maybe he just has a bunch of side projects, like, just like me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a bunch of different things that I got going on, but I'm trying to do them all at once, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he's intentionally keeping us at bay so that way we don't, you know, intermingle and, you know, fuck each other up. <clears throat> going back to, are we ready to uh, discover aliens? I absolutely not. I don't think we are. Uh, I think uh, once we get to a place where we're able to, you know, come together uh, as a, you know, human race, uh, you know, I think... I think it would be a lot different. I think we would look at each other with um, more reliability, more uh, trust. Um, and at that point, I think we would end up being in what a lot of people fear, which would be a uh, one world order, you know, and, um, you know, that, that would just be like a fascist state or a communist state. And, you know what I'm saying? Like we would just be in some utopia where everyone, like there's no fighting or anything like that. I think at that point, think humans would come and be like yo what's up my name's fucking bob you know what i mean like i think that's when they would come and introduce themselves to us but i think at this point i think they're observing us like to be straight up i think aliens are real and i think that what they're doing right now is they're observing us just like what we observe in the wild uh we know we try not to interact and we try not to you know fuck up the natural environment i think that's what aliens are doing right now i think they're observing us from afar taking notes and seeing what we can cannot do and where we at um you know intelligently intellectually and obviously i'm a perfect representative of that we're not fucking there yet so with that um the government i i don't think they're denying it anymore and i don't think they're acknowledging it anymore and i think the best way to hide anything is in plain sight and riddle me this isn't this not the best way to hide aliens is to have people like myself people like joe rogan people that have actually seen this stuff talk about it let the let the human race let the pop you know the the population talk about it but no one really provide the evidence that it's going to be there and to be honest i think if someone had evidence i think that's when the you know uh, yeah, I hope I don't, you know, I don't have no one knocking at my door, the men in black, but I think someone would intervene. I think they would be like, yo, you know, we're not ready for this shit. And, you know, you can't be telling people that this is what's really going on because we're just not there yet. You know, I think something would intervene and prevent, you know, the world to be exposed by extraterrestrial beings. Um, but again, I do think we're, they're being hidden in plain sight. I think, Um, I think we know that there's a potential that they're there, you know, hence, you know, space force being created and being, um, initiated here in the U S um, why would there be a new branch of, uh, military called space force? First of all, who the fuck came up with space force? This thing sounds like space farce, like, you know, like it just, there could have been a better name. You know, I'm pretty sure they, you know, they should have just done a poll with, you know, survey monkey or something. But anyways, space force it's coming it's coming and it's coming hot but um i do think you know we're you know you got to blend in in plain sight you know whether they're actually here with us kind of like that story depicts um but obviously these motherfuckers got a nine to five these guys are hiding in plain sight um and i also think if they are real and there is a top secret you know agent agency out there that knows that aliens are real I do believe that we're doing what we need to do to observe them at the same time. You know, what's the best way 
to observe a stranger that could be potentially danger, stranger danger, is to act as if they're not there, but know that they're there. You know what I mean? Like, observe them from the corner of your eyes rather than solely point at them and be like, hey, stay the fuck over there. You know what I mean? Like, you can do that, but that also lets you know that you know that they're there, that they potentially pose a threat. But that also shows that you are feeling threatened and that you may potentially do something in defense. So I think the best way, you know, the human race, I believe, I hope, is that we are being smart and being cautious. You know what I'm saying? I think if aliens are coming to us, it's because they want something from us or they want to give something to us. Whether that's an ass whooping or if they just want to take our planet, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait until that happens. But it's 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 just there's a lot of possibilities out there. And um, with all this information and all this, you know, regurgitation, regurgitation of uh, information I gave you all, I hope this has given you some insight and perspective. If not, above all else, maybe a laugh. Um, and again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, today's episode was the very first episode, and I'm pretty sure there's some aliens out here listening to uh, Mind Talks, because um, they probably have a mind too, and they probably could talk in their own way. But with that, that is the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, that is my take on aliens. Thank you to everyone that has uh, participated and contributed to today's episode i'm gonna give you a quick shout out going um from my list that's not in any order mr uniquester with two r's mrs andrea with three a's underscore period 10 miss gg underscore ramo miss lupita underscore b22 mr benjamin underscore mora mr hello underscore roly miss the underscore rose chronicles and Mr. Joel himself. Thank you everyone for tuning in. If you want to participate in next month's episode, hit me up on any of my socials, get a hold of me, send me a message. Um, I'm going to be posting on my Instagram and other socials what you guys want to talk about next month and what information, you know, I, you know, you can send me and then we'll go from there. So if you like this episode, if you want to be a part of this, you want to be a part of next month's episode, you want your name shouted out like today and you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself, including myself, then come find me, Joel's Mind Official. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love for our minds to connect and share some interesting information. All right. Toodaloos. Take care. Good morning. Good afternoon. Happy motherfucking birthday. Have a good one. Bye-bye.